welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and previet. It's really, really good to be connecting with you again. And guess what? We have a returning guest. It's Emily Parcel, who is a registered dietitian. Welcome back, Emily. Thank you. It's so good to be back, Samia. I appreciate it. I'm excited to chat with you today. Yes, me too. You know, last time we talked a lot about the mindset aspect of, you know, when when we're dieting, you are someone who helps uh, women lose weight by ditching the restrictive diet and create a sustainable and healthy lifestyle. And I think last time we focused more on the mental aspects of how we make that happen. And so today I would love to sort of dig more into the healthy lifestyle aspect of it. Like what are some sustainable habits that people can create to create that a healthy lifestyle? So please uh, jump right in and tell us more. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, I think you, you touched on that exactly what I wanted to, to dive deeper in today. You know, last time we had the pleasure of really diving into mindset, which, you know, we could be doing everything right when it comes to weight loss with nutrition exercise, but that mindset piece really isn't there. It can make the whole process seem daunting and, and really that sustainable piece isn't there. Um, and that's when we can get stuck in that diet cycle. And so combining the the mental piece to your weight loss journey, that mindset piece, and pairing it with something that is, you know, not restrictive, that really is sustainable, is going to look like a habit-based program. And anytime we want to make change in life, whether it's, you know, a financial change or um, a career change change or nutrition change in this sense, you know, we, we do it in small increments. You know, we don't just go out there and apply for the dream job out the gate. Maybe you do if you're an extreme go-getter, but out of college, you probably don't apply for that dream job. You take those baby steps to get there, you know, um, financial goals. You likely aren't just going to pay off your car in one day. If you are, that's fantastic, but you make those habits, you know, um, you form those habits to, to get there a little bit easier. So the process isn't so overwhelming. I mean, and when it comes to weight loss, you know, that's how you're going to feel confident and amazing and keep the weight off for good is, is really breaking it down. And that's my area of expertise is helping women to lose weight in a way that they feel confident and they are, you know, no longer restrictive. And that comes down to focusing on habits. And so really, you know, starting small and, and growing from there. habits are going to look 
different for everyone. And I'll share some habits that are easy that you can maybe implement in your own day-to-day life to get started on feeling healthier and being healthier and, you know, just feeling more amazing overall. But that journey is going to look a little bit different. What habits are unique? Because some people, you know, you might already be getting all your water in for the day, for example. So you might not necessarily want to focus on something like that. Um, But definitely starting small is, is really important. And I always tell my clients and, you know, I really encourage those of you listening to this, like make a list of things that you do really want to, you know, make some improvements on, or really, you know, make some healthier shifts towards to support your overall life. And and if you're not sure where to get started, that's where having a coach can be really helpful. But from that list, pick one or two things you really want to focus on, you know, is it water? Is it steps for example and then start to go from there that is such an excellent point actually you made a whole lot of really really excellent points it just reminds me of you know the saying we are creatures of habit so Mm -hmm. it's so critical that you know we we understand that and incorporate that that idea of creating habits anytime you're trying to create change and make change more fun and easy oh and I loved your idea of starting out with that list of what do I really need or want to create change around and then pick one pick one thing and start with that can you give some more insight on on how you guide Um, your people to do that are there like specific habits maybe one or two examples you mentioned briefly um, uh, but if you can like maybe tell us more hey thanks for tuning into this episode hope you're getting value out of it for your information this episode has been sponsored by the happiness 101 program Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, like habits are going to look different for everyone. You know, everything that I do is very customized to each and every single amazing woman that I work with as it should be, you know, but some general habits that, you know, I think a lot of women would really benefit from is, you know, making sure that you're getting in enough water every day. Hydration is so important and making water your drink of choice is really, really important. Um, It's a habit that you know, it's easy. It can be fun. You can do flavored water or sparkling water, you know, um, adding, you know, making kind of a game out of it, a challenge. If you have kids at home, you know, seeing who can, you know, drink their cup 
you know, whatever their water bottle, the, the first or the fastest, um, you know, it can be fun and easy too. It doesn't, weight loss doesn't need to be overly complicated. And I think sometimes we really get focused on, we have to do all these things at once. And that just creates diet paralysis. It creates this like fear of, oh my gosh, I can't do it all. Um, it really, it really does come down to just picking those few things. Another thing you could really work on you know, and I see, and I really help a lot of women within my program do is, is balancing out your plate. You know, lasting weight loss is not, and feeling good about yourself too, I want to point out, is not about restricting or cutting things out. I always say, what can we add in to really help you feel better overall, to meet your health goals, you know, and maybe it's sleeping better, or maybe it's tackling overeating, whatever it is. I never talk about getting rid of things. It's always, what can we add in? So balancing your plate, you know, can we add in a vegetable, for example? You know, a lot of people don't eat any vegetables and just making that a habit to add in a vegetable at one meal, even one time a week is a step in the right direction. You know, when Yes. Lasting weight loss is about sustainable change. And can you see yourself adding in a vegetable every day or excuse me, every once a week at one meal? Probably that seems pretty easy, right? And the more that you do that and consistent, it's going to be easier to make it two meals and then three meals, mm. you know, now working with a coach, you're going to have support and guidance and accountability and, you know, some push to, to get going a little bit quicker and reach those health goals quicker, but starting out on your own, absolutely. Just make it as simple and straightforward as you can. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you mentioned two really, really important concepts from my perspective, the idea of rather than focusing on what not to do or what to take away, you focus on what can we add that will help. Oh my gosh. You know, that is such a positive psychology way of thinking about things. <laughs> oh yeah. Like the essence of positive psychology to focus on what's right with people and using that as a way to sort of build yourself up uh, and help you focusing on your strength to, to help you resolve your challenges or problems. Oh, I love that. That is so wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. There's so much to be said. You know, it's, you're right. There is a lot of, there's a lot of psychology behind that too. When it comes to weight loss, when we constantly, you know, think about like, for example, a toddler, if you tell them they can't do something, you're constantly saying, Nope, don't touch that. Don't touch that. They're going to want to eventually, maybe it's the stove. I hope it's not the stove. That's a really bad example, but whatever it might be, they're going to want to do that after a while. The same thing goes with weight loss. If we're constantly being told, don't eat carbs, don't eat carbs, don't eat carbs, you're constantly going to be thinking about carbs. And then that's all you're going to want to do is eat carbs. And then you eat the carbs and you think, oh gosh, I just failed my diet. I wasn't supposed to do that. There's so much psychology to that versus I'm allowed to have this. I'm actually going to, what can I add in? You know, um, it, it's, there's a lot of psychology to that. And when we add in the right foods, that's going to help us feel better in so many areas, not just weight loss, but we're also going to feel better mentally, you know, and, um, and physically as well. Yeah. And it's not like you won't get rid of eventually in the long term, uh, uh, the, the bad food, but it's just that it's going to happen so naturally in the sense that when you start eating, let's say a little bit more of the veggies, 
over time and you're increasing uh, the number and frequency of, uh, uh, you know, how much and, uh, and when you eat veggies, well, it's like you eating more veggies, you only have so much space in your tummy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to eat less of something else. Well, what is that something else going to be? Whatever it is, um, you know, the, the point is that you're getting some more healthy stuff in, into your, into your body. And over time, you're, you're not just going to stop with the veggies. You're going to keep adding more awesome, awesome stuff. And eventually in a very happy, easy way, it'll just have naturally pushed out the not so good stuff for you. Yeah, that, that is a good way of looking at it. And, you know, something I, I love that you, you know, we're just naturally adding more things and there's so much truth to that. And I know last time we really talked about like fueling foods and fun foods and the mindset around that. And that's where I like to say, let's add in fueling foods. But the whole point is not to get rid of those fun foods completely. It's, it's really about finding that balance where we do have all these really great things added into our overall eating plan that makes us feel good, supports weight loss, you know, helps us feel better in our clothes and just more confident in general. But then also we no longer feel guilty for making space in that plan also for those fun foods. So it's about really finding that balance so you don't ever, you don't feel restricted, you know, um, and, and really finding that sweet spot. Yeah. And I, I mean, like for me, you know, I'm now thinking just back to my own experience of like for sure, I want to have fun foods and in, in, mm-hmm. in my plan and in my habits of how I live and eat. Um, and at the same time, there's like for me, I sort of drew a distinction between fun foods that you know I really love to eat and that I really enjoy whenever I have them and foods that mm-hmm. I was eating in a mindless way and they weren't even really good for me and when I, I, I didn't necessarily even make me feel better but I didn't realize that they weren't even really making me feel better because I was eating mindlessly you know I was just stuffing mm. myself and 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 not really paying attention to the impact of of how that was making me feel you know and so it's like it's not good for me it wasn't actually making me feel good but I was still eating it because I had got into the habit into that habit of eating that that food in that mindless way you know so so I imagine mm-hmm. that's what gets cut out is that you know those kinds of not the good fun foods but you know these other kinds of things that are not not even really truly fun for us when we start to pay attention to our feelings and how the foods are making us feel yeah absolutely I I love that you shared that mindfulness piece you know that is that's one of the last steps with working with me is is really tapping into that mindful piece becoming a mindful eater and really appreciating and 
understanding food and how it makes us feel and kind of reconnecting to that. You know, um, we look at like little kids when they eat and they're so mindful, you know, they really savor foods. They, they take their time with eating and somewhere along the way, when we start to grow up a little bit, we lose that connection and it's really beautiful. And I just remember one time a client saying to me, when we first started working together, She's like, I'm a chocoholic, you know, I just can't get enough chocolate, yada, yada, yada. And then I had her do a mindfulness exercise around chocolate. And she sat down and ate the piece of chocolate really slowly. You know, I had her think about how the chocolate smelled and the experience unwrapping, unwrapping it and what it tasted like, all these things. And then she came back to me and she's like, I don't like chocolate. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny because here she came to me at first, she's like, I'm a chocoholic, I'm addicted. And then she was like, I did the exercise and I realized, no, I'm not addicted. I'm not addicted to it. I was addicted to the idea of it. And it was really she was just stress eating. And so the deeper root was the stress and we needed to work on managing that. And she's like, I don't like chocolate. <laughs> and we just like laughed about it, which is, which is fine. But, you know, it just goes to show we sometimes we just don't even recognize that hand to mouth connection. Exactly. That, that, thank you for sharing that example, because I had such a similar experience. Like for example, there is this cookie, uh, like this, um, and it's like a stuffed uh, cookie. And I thought I loved that cookie. But actually, when I started to mindfully eat it, I realized. Now, the thing was that this cookie is made like it's a big cookie. And when I started to mindfully eat it, I realized actually I would take like maybe eat a quarter of it. And I, it was like fun. But after that, it stopped being fun. To keep mm. it got too much, and yeah. I, the, the 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 very taste and the sensations of how that cookie was tasting in my mouth uh, and making me feel after I got past that twenty five percent or so of that big cookie, like it was no good. And so, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> So now I'm like, even if I ever do have that cookie, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to eat to the point where it really feels good to me and then mm -hmm. stop. Uh, and I had the same mm -hmm. experience with mindfully eating ice cream. I used to take like scoops and scoops. Like I, like if I went to an ice cream shop, I'd be like, yes, throw in double scoops, triple scoops. <laughs> but after a oh, while... Yeah. Honestly, you can't even taste the difference between what you're eating because your like tongue is like so cold and the the <laughs> that's so true. So <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Slowing down and savoring food does wonders for our taste buds. It really brings that connection and that satisfaction to eating. Mm. It's it's a really important. It's a habit that can be worked on. Um, a lot of times it's something that if you are trying to lose weight, you know, addressing other things first, like, are we eating consistently? You know, what does that look like? What does our stress levels look like? And that's why the mindful piece is, you know, one of the last steps of working with me really to kind of complete the circle to have that sustainability in weight loss. Um, so you don't ever have to, to go through a journey again. Um, but it really is, it's so mind opening and it's just, it's very empowering too, to, to recognize some of those things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm starting to like you've shared so many, so many what I might call like signposts in terms of like things that we can use as indicators of okay, it's important to have these elements to mm-hmm. our plan for how we're going to create sustainable and healthy changes in our lifestyle and our diet. Um, wow, and I think that's like so helpful. Uh, so, so hmm, could you just 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 so it's like all together, sort of like in a nice summary for people who listened to the first episode now they're listening to the second episode and all of these signposts have been sort of like distributed across all this time could you like maybe give sort of like an overall big picture quick review of of what that arc looks like that you take people through uh and 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 you know the the sort of these signposts or indicators for them to be watching out for and so like if they're if they're trying to make change on their own or if they're considering different different plans uh, or different, you know, like um, uh, which plan to go with, like what are some, mm-hmm. some criteria they can use to sort of filter things by, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if someone's looking for a, you know, what's the right plan for me? Because not every plan is right for every person. That's okay. That's why there's such a variety out there. We're all different and unique. So one thing that I would definitely say is really important when you're looking for a weight loss plan is that it's number one, customized to you. That is like the biggest thing. If someone says point blank, you need to, you know, go gluten-free, you know, because that's what this plan is, but you don't have celiac disease, you or a health condition, that's probably not the right thing. That's very broad. Um, Same thing with like, if someone just says, okay, you have to use 1200 calories. That's, that's not very specific um, to, you know, a woman who is, uh, you know, of 20 to 50 years old, really, um, that range is much, much, much too low, you know, that needs to be very individualized. So having someone who is really willing to work with you in a plan that is fit for you and your health goals and health needs. And, you know, that comes down even to like how, how you want to measure progress. Do you want to just measure progress by the scale or do you want to measure progress by how you feel relationship around food, you know, um, health goals, maybe you're lowering your blood sugar or getting off of a medication, like all those things need to be individualized. So that's one of the biggest things. Um, a red flag that I would say when looking for a plan is something that where they tell you to cut things out you know if if a plan is telling you to be restrictive in any nature or they're telling you that you only have to do it for so many days you know a 30-day fix or whatever a 14 21 day fix something like that those fixes are really quick fix and you know whether someone becomes a client of mine or not, I think it's really important that everyone is aware of safe and healthy nutrition information. And it's really unsafe to do programs like that where they're very extreme and they tell you to, you know, go all in or cut things out, especially for a specific number of days. It really, for women, it can do a lot to our hormones and make us feel more crazy around food and, and less of a connection between our bodies too. It can make us feel 
you know, a little bit, uh, we can have a ne more negative energy and more negative mindset around our body image. So that's definitely a big red flag. If it's in, there's a set end date, that's the beauty of a lifestyle change is there's no end date. It's just, you keep going and you feel great about going. Um, and then making sure that, you know, you're not being told to cut things out unless you're allergic to the food, it's spoiled, or you just don't like it. <laughs> um, so that's really big. But as far as, you know, the, the process that I really take the women that I work with through, you know, it does look different for everyone, but really making sure that you know, the women I'm working with, they feel supported every step of the way is huge. And with that comes, you know, a lot of different check-in points as well, but looking at what they're eating, you know, I always want to make sure that my ladies are really eating three meals a day at least and sprinkling in snacks where possible, not skipping meals, you know, um, really balancing their plate, making sure that they're adding in all of their favorite foods and also really working on the mindset piece, you know, how we view our body, our relationship with our body, how we view food, you know, really removing a lot of those food labels of good and bad and just allowing yourself to enjoy the journey. So like I said, that process looks different for everyone, um, but at the very minimum, those are a lot of the main points that I really walk my women through. And all of that is done by focusing on, on habits, you know, every single week. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you also for pointing out the red flags, because I, I agree with you. That's just as important to be aware of either like the red flags as to be aware of the signposts to watch out for oh, thank you thank you so much emily if we we we're going to be wrapping up pretty quick soon but do you have any anything else that you would like to share with us for today no i just really appreciate you being here and or excuse me allowing me to be here <laughs> I appreciate you having this podcast and allowing me to be here in your space. I so appreciate that. But should someone, you know, you know, one thing to to remember too, when you're you're making a habit, when you're starting to make change, no matter what stage you're in of making change, just give yourself grace, shower yourself with grace and love and, and self-compassion. You know, that is one of the, the biggest things that we can do. Life's too hard, you know, as it is. And we just need to give ourselves so much love and compassion now more than ever, really. Um, so just make sure that you're doing that every single step of the way. Oh, I love that. And for sure, when we shower ourselves with more love and compassion, it makes change more fun and easy. So thank Absolutely. you. Thank you so much, Emily, for coming back and sharing more of your amazing wisdom with us. I love your approach of, you know, being so focused on, uh, on, on this taking this compassionate approach and being more focused on creating that healthy sustainable lifestyle as opposed to just you know being very narrowly focused on on dieting or weight loss in that narrow sense so thank you again and for everyone you're listening or watching this interview please make sure you check the show notes because we will be adding Emily's links in there so you can reach out to her for help and support or even, you know, just check out her social media. By the way, Emily, I must tell you, I have been loving your posts. They're so helpful. So oh, informative. Thank you. 
so yeah for for uh, all of our listeners please check out those links connect with emily even just if you want to get more information by checking out her posts like i have been enjoying please do it and until we connect next time i just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy